Good morning, parents. This is David Henderson, Minister of Students at First Baptist Church of Crosby. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. My goal behind this podcast is to be a a weekly recap so that you guys can know what's going on in the youth ministry, but also so that you can have deep and meaningful conversations and discussion with your kids. So for the next year, as a student ministry, we're going to be walking through the entire Bible, looking at the overarching story of redemption. We're going to go from Genesis to Revelation and look at God's plan for redemption. How is God going to save His creation from sin and evil? And God's plan lays, God, God's Word lays out this plan for redemption. And it starts with creation and it ends with creation. God created, it was good. Man rebelled against God, and sin entered the world, and God sent Jesus Christ to redeem His people, and in the end, God will restore and create all things new one day. In order for us to flesh out this plan of redemption, we have to go back to the beginning. So last Wednesday, we started in the beginning. Our first week was in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, looking at creation. When the students walk into the youth room, there are round tables set up for them to sit. We've intentionally placed a leader at each table. And instead of them sitting and listening to me talk for 45 minutes, I've broken down the teachings into chunks where we'll read scripture, I'll talk about it, and then they'll discuss as the table. As a table. The leader will facilitate, guide, and provoke that discussion so that it will be meaning, meaningful and effective. And then we'll read scripture, I'll talk, and we'll discuss. So last night, in the creation account, our conversation and our teaching was broken into five sections. The first was God's role in creation and God's sovereignty over creation. That the all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, eternal God created everything out of nothing. The Latin word is ex nihilo, which means out of nothing. From the very beginning, we see that God is sovereign over all creation. That this world didn't just happen by chance. There are many theories floating around on creation, but scripture is clear that before anything, God was, and God spoke everything into existence. This is tough for us to wrap our minds around because as humans, we understand creation as using something to make something else. But God, out of nothing, spoke a very word and created everything. We see His omni-attributes displayed We see the Trinity present in the beginning. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we can see that since we were created intentionally by an infinitely powerful, knowledgeable, and ever-present God, that it shows that there is some meaning for this world, for our lives. There is some purpose. 
And we talked about how that purpose is to bring God glory. We also talked about how understanding the creation count is absolutely foundational for a Christian because it points to God's absolute sovereignty, His supreme power and authority over all things, and it points to our absolute dependence on God in everything. Then, we walked through the seven days of creation, and we mapped those out. God created, what did God create on day one? What did God create on day two? All the way to day seven. And we see, we talked about the repeating theme that, and God saw it was good. We established that God created all things intentionally to bring himself glory. And so when he looked out and saw that things were good, it wasn't because they were beautiful, but it was because they were fulfilling their purpose, which is to display God's glory. So in the beginning, all of creation was perfect, was holy, was righteous, and it glorified God. And at the, at the pinnacle of that creation, we see man, humanity. And in our introduction to humanity, we broke it down into two sections. The first is that humanity was made in the Imago Dei, the image of God. That we were made to reflect God and to glorify God. It also means that we weren't created by some chance or process of evolution, but through a conscious, purposeful act by the intelligent, infinitely holy God, that we were created with a purpose, that our value is found in our Creator, and that God is calling us to so much more than what the world says that we're here for. We are all made to resemble and display God's glory all for God to be glorified. To bear God's image means that we have a, a, a deep, intimate relationship with God. Looking at how God breathed life into the man. It means that we exist for community, just as God exists in community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it means that our reflection, our image bearing, has to be an intentional rhythm of our daily lives and how we work, how we live, and how we rest. Justice God called humanity to fill, subdue, and have dominion over all creation. That was the first section. The second section was that humanity was called to procreate, to work, and to hold dominion over everything else. Last week, at Sunday service, Pastor Josh said that we are called to procreate with a purpose. Which means we are to have babies intentionally to fill this world, to intentionally train them up, to reflect, to honor, and to glorify God, to fill this world with little image bearers. We're also called to work. Many people believe that work was a curse from sin, but it wasn't. God gave work to man for fulfillment and to provide us with an environment to reflect God. The curse was the toil of work, the heavy labor of work that came with sin. But when viewed rightly, work is good. Also, God has given man 
dominion over the earth. To harness everything that is of the earth. To tame the animals. To use its resources. To discover. To explore. All for the glory of God. And it's not a dominion as a sort of rule. Like we're rulers of the earth. But it's a dominion to manage well the things that God has given to us. That God has entrusted us with. And that God has placed before us. The third thing. Or not the third thing. The last thing that we talked about, that we discussed, was God's original design for marriage. That marriage is to be heterosexual between one man and one woman, biological man, biological woman, original man, original woman. Marriage is to be monogamous between only one man and one woman. Marriage is to last for a lifetime. Marriage is the holy union of joining in flesh because, or between one husband and one wife for life. And that marriage is meant to be pure and undefiled. And we see that marriage was initiated and ordained by God. And it points back to God. All for the glory of God. On this topic, we discussed how does this biblical design for marriage go against the world? And why is it a problem? As we wrapped up creation, from Genesis chapter 1 to Genesis chapter 2, we introduced next week's lesson, which will be the fall. It's not hard to look around and see that the world is broken by sin and that we need redemption. And that we can look at creation and see God's original design. His perfect, holy, original design for His creation. We can also look where we're at now and see how the world is stained by sin. But we can also look ahead in an eager hope and anticipation for that those who are in Christ, creation will be made new, that we will one day be restored and reconciled by Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the perfect image of this creation. Jesus is wisely ruling over this creation Jesus perfectly relates to God, and through His work on the cross, He earns us everlasting rest. And by the Son, for the Son, and through the Son, all things hold together. Thank you for listening, and I'm praying that you have good discussions with your students this week. Have a good day.